Do you think that the team name like matters? Um yes, I do. I think it I, I mean, in the day to day, no. I think everybody just does their stuff. Totally yeah, get yeah. that. But I think there's a there's an energy to it, I think, where the team name can impact it. If you were like team dirtbag <laughs> Versus Team Awesome, <laughs> let's just say. <laughs> Eventually, that's going to sort of filter in and the name is going to impact things. Don't you think? Yeah, so I've done I've done a couple renames, okay. which is always fun to go through. The one that sticks out the most to me is I was at a place and we were responsible for the team I originally showed up on was the cart through checkout um, functionality on the website. And then we segmented that and we had a cart team and a checkout team. So for a while, we we're just cart for a long time. And then we're like, you know what? Like, we need a refresh. Like, all these other teams that have come in, like, they have cool names. They do all stuff. Like, we should do something fun. And so we came up with Thunder Cart was our team name. And the Thunder Cat logo was our logo awesome. so we changed so thundercart and we went into all the places in confluence and jira and we swapped out the thundercart logo and or the thundercat logo and changed everything to thundercart yeah that's sweet it was fun like everybody really enjoyed it yeah that's great the renames i mean the renames are always interesting too depending on like the team dynamics i witnessed one where it was like just they were let's see they were um i don't remember like why they were named what they were named but there's the scope of what they were going to be taking care of was changing um and so they're like they're going to rename and they had just like i mean it was all like cosmic stuff um and their you know their initial name was kind of weird and it didn't really like tell anybody what they did so you wouldn't necessarily know um and then they changed it to like slightly different than what okay. they had done like very similar to your spam but they didn't do like a funny play thing it was like subtract or add a word or something like that okay <laughs> and they huh. did like real quick like let's get this nailed in like three days or something like that okay like, right now and stand up one day they're like let's do it all right voting in in uh what's the tool they use slack voting was in slack okay yeah i've had a couple of options to name the team and a couple where it's like this is just the here's their team name here's yeah. what it is um and I think in some scenarios it, it really depends on the team dynamic whether the name might might have an impact or not or or the extent to which its impact it will have an impact yeah because some teams are like yeah let's have a great team name but let's let's figure this out yeah yeah let's do that 
and other and other teams or other groups of people i'll just say that they're like i don't care what the team name is <laughs> it's like okay okay it's not gonna matter yeah yep the let's see the current place it was a boring name just because i didn't know like i'd set I was out there before the rest of the team came, and so I set up some of the tools, but I didn't know how whimsical people were going to be, which, thank good, I didn't, like, go full whimsical, because that is not the place to be. Like, uh, those people are somewhat dry. <laughs> right. But I took the the shield logo, and I made that the logo of all of our stuff and our, all, all of our tools. Uh... And then I try to do, like, I do have fun themes, so... I like to use the different protocols within the Marvel universe for like meeting names. Um, if we do a series of meetings, the place that we were at together, I did all the Marvel movies and it was just really funny. So like, just, I got bored of this like weekly meeting that we would have. And I renamed it to Avengers. I was thinking the movie, but like everybody else kind of, I didn't know that one of the people on that team was super into Marvel. And the every, oh. they just kind of like, everybody kind of globbed onto it. And they're like, yeah, this is the Avengers team now. And that's like what they called themselves. Like, but they were all in different areas. It was just like when they would meet like once a week or whatever. They're like, yeah, the Avengers meeting. That's what they referred to it as. Oh, that's great. Yeah, this place I, I did, we did different sprint names and they were Star Wars movies because we weren't going to be out there forever. Ah, and now that the uh, now that it's going to be transitioned to the full timers, they have they have decided to start with with Harry Potter, which I think is hilarious and amazing that they're like, yeah. And the I talked to the lady. She's like, well, she's like, I wanted to do Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, but we already did that. <laughs> like we went through all the movies and a lot of the you know, a lot of the intellectual property already. <laughs> Sweet question for you are you a ted lasso fan no i haven't seen it I haven't seen it okay um this got me thinking about this and so i want to i want to ask you a question about it so i have not watched it i've heard a lot about it you know our colleague nick is a huge fan of it um he's been touting it for a year at least i finally got around to a getting apple plus and then b just like oh all right i'll watch this episode yeah watch the first episode okay it's awesome okay first of all <laughs> <laughs> and i like i totally admit i was i have been behind the power curve but i have burn through two seasons worth of episodes that I'm now caught up and I only started watching yesterday. Okay, not yesterday but a few <laughs> weeks ago. Okay. Isn't it like we are just living in the future? Binge yeah. watching TV. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. Um, but, this, but this is the backdrop for my question for you. Because it's not just Ted Lasso. It could be anything where you're any celebrity, whether it's TV, movies, music, um, 
This is the and the, the theory uh, the, or the concept here is never meet your heroes, right? So I see this and I'm like, oh, this is very interesting, but I'm very resistant to going out there and seeing who any of the actors, actresses, etc. are. But eventually, my curiosity gets the best of me. And I want to go see what they are like, like on a talk show or an interview or whatever. And I am all the time, every time I'm like queuing up something to watch it, I'm like, I pray to God this person is not an asshat because it's going to ruin my view of the entire show. Does, does that, does that resonate with you, that whole thing? Um... Do you research Not, the people or no? No, no. I do. Um, <clears throat> I don't like to watch like trailers or anything of movies that like I want to see, especially like the Marvel stuff. So I like I know what the comics are. I know a lot of the stories. Um, but I like to see how they'll integrate all of it, how they'll make it work. Um, but I, yeah, I don't I don't like to watch the trailers even. Sure, but I'm talking before. about like the who the people are in real life. No, I don't know that I've. I don't know that there is anything that I'm like I'm not going to watch because I don't like that person type deal. Because okay. it's tough, right? So like you think about like when Joaquin Phoenix went on um, Letterman and was really yeah. weird, but yeah. that was totally staged. Exactly, it was for the movie. Like, yeah. So it's yeah, it's kind of tough. You know, with the for the talk show specifically. Point, Absolutely, you know? it's tough to know like who am I really seeing here, but I hope that they're likable. Maybe I guess is my my thing. But whenever I and I, this got me thinking about it, about this series. But it, I know it's true with music artists for me. Like there have been a couple of music artists who have been recently, you know, in the and we can talk about half dozen of them in the last couple of years that have been exposed as asshats or misogynists or whatever where it's like I mean like I own some of their music and I'm like I don't even know if I can listen to it anymore I don't know is that just me um no I think I think that's fair it's like when when anybody does something like that right like you just think about any of the like the kevin spacey thing like dude so like he's a great actor he's really good in the show and all that stuff then that all comes out and then he makes this super weird video where he's being a great actor but it's like tone deaf almost about everything that's going on so like no i don't think it's tough you know, Louis C.K. was one. Like, I really like his stuff, and I like the way that he writes his jokes and delivers them. And, uh -huh. you know, then the stuff came out with him, and it's like, well, weird. <laughs> Just, like, straight up weird, but also, like, you kind of expected it from him a little bit because his sure. jokes were so... <laughs> you're like, if that's not far off from what he talks right. about. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I, you know, there, so there is one. So Joe Rogan. Um, so I think I still am a Joe Rogan fan. I like the commentating that he does for MMA or for UFC. And 
like them in Fear Factor, liked them in News Radio, right? The classics, the classics. And then his mm-hmm. podcast was pretty good, um, probably up until the Milo episode. Then it kind of, it didn't really get real weird real fast till he went over to Spotify, I don't think. Um, but I saw him, so I watch his podcast when he has people or topics that are interesting to me. So like, um, you know, most of the MMA ones, I really like watching those and listening to the MMA fighters. Um, he has, he used to have like a bunch of scientists on like when Neil deGrasse Tyson's on, that's always fun. Um, when he has music people on, that's always fun too. I really don't care about anything medical that he talks about anymore or even, uh, it's kind of somewhat fitness related, but like my favorite is when like he's, he's not a doctor, but he plays right, one on his podcast. Right. But I really like the ones. The thing that like really got me into his stuff was when him and Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. It's just like all them, all their friends hanging out and chatting and being goofy and stuff. But I saw sure. so he filled in for Burt recently on the Two Bears One Cave, which is Tom and Burt's podcast, and it was really weird because the first probably 15 or 20 minutes he was different is it i'm like well okay i'm like okay so maybe this is weird because it's not his podcast like because he's a guest on the podcast um but then they kind of hit on like some topics that he was like jazzed about or something and i'm like okay now he's coming back out i'm like but this is super weird just the way he was sitting everything i'm like this is odd maybe he's uncomfortable i don't know (laughs) Hmm. okay No, I don't so, research. In, I don't research actors. Okay. <laughs> so, in conclusion, you are better able to disassociate the the entertainment from the the person. I think so. I mean, also, it's like issues. It seems like the issues with people come up later after good works are done. You know what I mean? Like after good products are produced, um, then there are problems afterwards and there aren't necessarily, it does go away. There, there is one. So I'll give you one, uh, TJ Dillashaw, um, and, uh, he, there's actually a couple. So basically athletes. Uh, that participate in UFC that pop for PEDs. Um, John Jones is one of them. He's repeatedly popped. And it's like, you know, they just have, at some point it's like, they have all the excuses. The UFC clearly, he makes money for him. So they're putting money into getting him back. And it's like, at some point it's like, he's just using them. The problem, like everyone's like, no, he's not using them. And what they don't understand, maybe, I don't know. People will still pay money to watch him, whether or not he's using him. They don't care. Like, that's how big of a draw he is. It's like, just be honest and be like, yeah, he was using him. There's no way that he's been at the top like that. Being kind of the person that he is using the stuff that he's used and not still doing it. Like, I don't know. Um, TJ Dillashaw was one, too, where it's like. He he was he was pretty good and then he popped. (laughs) And it's like he had teammates that had been telling everybody that he was doing it. And so 
he gets suspended for two years and then I'm like, no, I don't care about him anymore. Not excited for, you know, his fights. Like, I don't, nope. <laughs> not at all. He was maybe fun to watch before, but yeah, not going forward. So with like produced works and products is different because it's like, it's already out there. You've already consumed it. You already like it or you don't. And then they do something and it's like, well, that doesn't take away from the experience you had with the product the first time. Maybe things going forward. Could be, but it, it, I mean, it taints me every time I hear a song <clears throat> by, you know, Mark Kozlek or Ryan Adams, not Brian, Ryan. I'm like, eh, there's sort of this pall that gets cast over it for me. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm the outlier. Maybe I'm not the norm. Maybe other people don't care. They're like, as you said, hey, the product's already out there. I'm I'm fine with it. It's a struggle for me. Yeah. And I think it can be like weird. <laughs> it's like Chick-fil-A. Like, I like Chick-fil-A, but the homophobia and the oppressive religion is a little stale. You know what I mean? Like, they make really good sandwiches and really good chicken, okay. but... <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't like, I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about that. Like the way that, and not, not really like, <clears throat> I mean, there are some that come to mind. I like, so another one like Roseanne, I don't know what you're feeling. How, how do you feel about Roseanne? Uh, I never so, really watched or paid attention to her before. Yeah. Okay. So with with what she what has happened, I I it was tough to care less, but I do. <laughs> that does that answer it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like me personally. I feel like she got caught in the just that that era of cancel because it was like these these men were doing these things these really bad things and they weren't being punished enough right but they would they would kind of be slapped on the wrist because they would cut their production but all the other people that work with them would also get penalized because of what this one person did right so then roseanne happens and she's a comic she's always been edgy she's always pushed the envelope like she's always been out there and then they cut her from the show and continue on, which is a great idea. Um, but for her, I think I think she was on the Joe Rogan podcast and she's like, what? He's like, what happened? She's like, I was drinking and I took some Ambien and I don't even remember writing that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep, that'll happen. <laughs> huh. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, I was drinking one time and I took a gummy and I have very little memory of what happened that night. So I get it. Not to do a callback to an episode from two years ago, but. That was earlier this year. I don't think that was two years ago. Was it a year ago? I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't even remember. 
Yeah. It's tough to keep track with all of the fantastic episodes that keep dropping week in and week out. It's just content after content. So like are you a are you a Dwayne the Rock Johnson fan? Um, I find him entertaining. Am I a fan? Um like if I see, oh, there's a new movie coming out with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, do I go, I gotta go see that? <laughs> no. No. Um did I do I enjoy him in a number of films he's been in yes i think he has a certain amount of charisma yep and would it like so if it came out that he was using peds like would his image regs be tainted no i could care less he'd probably be like that tracks (laughs) yeah i'd be like whatever (laughs) but he's not using peds to gain some competitive advantage over somebody. Right. He's an actor. Right. So what, do, yep. what, what the hell do I care? Yeah, it's kind of like, to me, like the stories on TikTok. Like, I don't know if they're real or not. A lot of them are probably fake. I don't really care. I was kind of entertained either way. And I've also learned, like, or realized recently that real life is way more insane than probably any story people could come up with. Very true very true it's just a question of whether people want to disclose the shit show that's going on in our individual lives yeah everybody's got their own pile of crap and, and maybe it would help if people talked about it more. I don't know. I also feel like we could get into a mode where everyone's sharing some pile of crap and not all of it is real. Yeah. So then you run into that. Or people exaggerate what it is because they want the attention that is derived from sharing a pile of crap. Yeah. You haven't used that phrase for a while. It's been like a year, I think. <laughs> what phrase is that? Pile of crap. Oh. <laughs> I feel like you were saying that a lot, you know, uh, maybe a year ago. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. It is a uh, it is a phrase I use with, uh, with my sister. We talk about that. Like, everybody's got their own pile of... But the word starts with an S... And rhymes with or ends with a T. Anyway, but I've dumbed it down. I've I've made it family friendly. Pile of crap. Everybody's this got their not, own pile. I don't know. I don't know if I would mark these ex- explicit. I think I do sometimes, but yeah, this isn't family friendly. It's not for little kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like no, plus, little, pals. little kids aren't going to listen to this and go, well, that was super exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Most adults are going to listen to this and go, that was not super exciting. <laughs> I'm excited for, I don't know, three or four weeks out when Beth is back on. Super excited to discuss the team thing with you guys. We are not going to discuss teams. We're going to talk oh, about yeah. something else. 
There is no team discussion. There is no persona discussion. There is no discussion about uh, Albany, Minnesota. There's none of that. It's gonna, it's gonna be a fresh topic. Beth doesn't go to Albany though. No, she does not. But we are gonna leave it up to her to drive the thing, and you and I are just gonna sit back and ask questions. Try to draw her in rather than force her into the background as she tries to referee you and I get it in fist, virtual fisticuffs about something. All right. So then here's the thing. Here's where I've landed on the team. You know, fisticuffs, by the way. I, I do. don't know if you yes. know that because yeah. people who are not unflappable can get into fisticuffs. Yes. I've, I learned fisticuffs from Looney Tunes <laughs> because they use that word. University instructor of the world. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. So I, it is annoying to me that people talk so much about the team using the word the team, like using those words, um, and a lot of what they do, like saying the things out loud about the team. I think is what bothers me. Being on teams is fun. Being a part of teams, building teams, that's all fun. And I enjoy that kind of stuff. So like, I do like teams, but I think the just saying the things out loud is what bothers me. Oh, sure. Like, <laughs> and I and I totally agree with you. Like, just because you say it doesn't make it, it's a, it doesn't make a team. Like the team actually has to exhibit symptoms and behaviors that make it a team totally get that because i've been on plenty of teams that are just a collection of individuals yeah i had a friend that went um they went and did their acsm and they uh they said that the instructor pointed that out specifically and said um when you're just getting started you're just a collection of people you're not actually a team yet and that there's like this, you know, this, it's the, you know, the phases of team building. That's all that it is. Yeah. Although even like, okay. There's the whole <laughs> storming, norming, forming thing, which I think is valid. However, expecting that to happen or like, being able to say, oh, we're in this phase doesn't mean you're, you know, you're in that phase and the next one is this. It means you're just in that phase. Yep. You may, you may or may not ever get out of that. And it, and yeah. it's up to the people that are on the team, not like a, and it's not a conscious decision. It's behavioral. Yep. Yeah. And, so yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, there's no forcing it or coaching it. It either happens or it doesn't. Yes. And if it yes. happens, my feeling is hold on to that because it's because it's very rare. Yeah. It's like, That's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just get like, it's important to know those things, but, and you can do that as a team member or, but especially it's very useful as like a team builder to be able to recognize what stage they're in. So you know, like what your role is, you know what you're supposed to be doing, you know what everybody else is going to do. 
Um, but yeah, to your point, it's like, I mean, the four main, the, the last two are norming and performing are the main two, right? And there's, I like to stick with kind of the basics, I suppose. Um, norming is where most teams end up. Performing, it's rare for teams to get to that just flat out. And if you go to any kind of credible institution where you learn about this, they explain that to you. <laughs> It's yeah. like not every team makes it to performing. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of but, tight knit teams that are performing, Jess, who is absent from our team here tonight, texted me back and said she is in the middle of Christmas with her boyfriend and boyfriend's family. She's having a great time. If she makes it great, if not, it's because she's having a great time. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. We are near the holidays, by the way, and and by the way, we've made it now 40 minutes or so and haven't even talked about how bloody cold it is. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's, cause it's just it's a, so I had. Um, so I had a friend where um, I was probably I think I was married and but we lived up here, so we were both up here at the time and his girlfriend at the time lived in Texas. And it was really funny because one of the meteorologists on uh, one of the news stations, because we we live it every year. Like I've we've seen the thermometer hit 40 and 50 below. We've seen wind chills of 60 and 70 below. Like that's not uncommon. It's usually a yearly occurrence. Um, sometimes we have snaps where we're, you know, sub zero for a week or two. Um, mm -hmm. Usually it's usually not this cold this early. It's usually around February. Anyway. So we were having a cold snap and the meteorologist was like, this is the time when you're out of state family members are going to call you. And so he and I were like, we're like, let's hang out. And we went to Dairy Queen. It was like 20 below outside. And we go to Dairy Queen and his girlfriend calls him and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm at Dairy Queen. 20 below let's go get some ice cream or soft serve whatever that's but, brilliant yeah my wife's from southern california most of her family's from there they don't necessarily live there now but yeah when it would hit like i remember one time her dad called it was 30 below and he called they called to check up on us and they're like how he's like how cold is it and i'm like it's below it's 30 below right now and he's like oh man he's like i don't know he's like it gets down to 30 here and we don't know what we're gonna do i'm like it's all relative like yes it is. It's what you're used to. Went to school with a, like a bunch of people from around the country. And there was this one lady that was, she was also from California and she was complaining. It was like 30, 30 degrees, 20 degrees. The place that we, we weren't here, we were in Idaho. And um, she was complaining about how cold it was at the beginning of the winter. And I told her, I go, don't worry. I'm like, you'll think this is warm at the end of winter. And sure enough, starts warming up in springtime and it was like 30 degrees outside she's like man it's so warm out <laughs> yes yeah 30 40 degrees in, in spring is very different than 30 40 degrees in fall yeah for sure yep it's because that's the point where you know 50 degrees is where you like really break out the shorts potentially but like 30 and 40 are like i could probably wear shorts <laughs> Okay. There was a guy I was I had to go to the grocery store last weekend. It was 20 degrees. There was a guy as I pulled into the parking lot, guy getting in his getting in his car because he had come out of the grocery store. He was wearing shorts. 
20 degrees. I'm like, huh. I get it that some people do that. Could I do that? No. I watched a video of a, a Canadian lady and she's like, let me, she's like, I'm trying to, she's like, I'm going to help you get ready for winter time. And she said, there's, there's two kinds of Canadians, cold Canadians and warm Canadians. And she goes, if you're not a cold Canadian, get out of here. This isn't for you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's, it's the same thing. It's like, they're just warm all the time. And it's like 20 degrees or 20 below. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to put on like, but it was, a, it was funny. I did go to the store. I think it was snowing. Um, so like when the storm had started and it wasn't super cold, we were talking single digits, but I thought it was really funny. Cause it was like no hats, no gloves, you know, or hat and like a sweatshirt. Like it was like minimal layers. Not a lot of people wearing parkas or anything. Sure. I'm like, yep. I'm like, that's how, that's how we roll up here. Yeah. And, but then we do the thing where we, we get when I get in the car if it's cold like this. There's uh, there's extra gear in my car in case oh, yeah. I get stuck and I gotta walk yeah. or something like that. Like you always gotta make sure. Yeah, two of my brothers who moved south years ago. One's in Texas and one's in one one had moved to Phoenix. He's now in Boston, so I think he's probably acclimated now. But when they were living there they'd come and visit here right during the summer maybe late summer or whatever and you know some evenings it could get down to like 65 70 right yeah and they were like i gotta put jeans on <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> so to your point it's all relative it's just what you're used to yeah my uncle he used to like to point out He's like, when you, he's like, when it's 20 below outside and you walk from your house to your car or from your warm car to the office or vice versa, he goes, it's like almost a hundred degree swing between the environment you're in and the environment you get out to and walk through. Yeah, that's, that is a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, it's a fun way to look at it for sure. Yep. I would much rather be cold than hot though, like a hundred percent. Cause I feel like you can always put stuff on. You can always put more things on, but you can't you can take, take more things off. You can't, you can only get to a certain point. Like, True. <laughs> and I feel like the acclimating to the heat is way worse than acclimating to the cold. Like if we didn't have AC, we wouldn't be living a lot of places. If we didn't have heat, we wouldn't be living in a lot of places. Yeah, but we can like cut down trees and stuff. Like we can get heat pretty pretty easily. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. AC is like complicated. <laughs> like, did you ever call? Did you call a fridge an ice box? No. You know, okay, so but you had heard ice box before, right? Did oh, your parents? Sure. Yeah, your okay. parents referred to it as an ice box, right? Probably. I'd have to ask. Okay. I'd have to ask my mom about that. So my dad, they he called it an icebox. I think my mom did too. So we called it an icebox growing up. And then he told us why he called it an icebox. <clears throat> I can't remember if he said it was him, 
because he was born in the 50s, so I can't imagine that they only had an ice box um, back then, but they did live in a farmhouse um, in the city back then. And uh, it's because to keep things cool, you would get a big chunk of ice that someone would deliver and put it in a box outside. What's <laughs> the ice box? Really? Huh. <laughs> before refrigeration so i don't know if that's like something he picked up from his parents um or if that's something that he lived through i feel like he said it was something that he lived through but i'm not 100 percent on that 